Another win, another clean sheet, make that three out of three, and at the top of the table for Tottenham Hotspur. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the United Spurs of America podcast. As always, your hosts, Michael Ramirez, alongside my good friend, Jacob Wallraven. And Jacob, Spurs are at the top of the table. Got another hurt, win. And hey, it wasn't uh, it wasn't the prettiest of, of performances, but three points are three points. And like I said, can I say it? Can I say it again? I don't think I can emphasize this enough. Tottenham Hotspur is at the top of the Premier League table, my friend. And they're the only undefeated team with no draws in the league. Also the only team to not concede one single goal. That's a pretty special feat. I can. And you know what's that. even more special? You know what's even more special? Is Talk that it is the first time in club history that Tottenham have won their three opening league matches without conceding a goal. First time ever. That's, That's crazy. It's That's a beautiful crazy. thing. It's a beautiful thing that's going on. And man, when I tell you top of the league looks so good, it looks so much better when Arsenal's at the very bottom of the league. So <laughs> man, they got spanked good- by Man City yesterday, five no. That was glorious. I ain't going to be mad about it because we just beat their ass, too. I mean, 1-0? I don't care. We we getting the job done. Nine hey. points. Nine points out of nine points. What else can you really want? Was it a great game today? Was it the most fantastic Tottenham Hotspur performance I've ever seen? No. But, hey, we got the job we done. We got the job done. We got Somehow, the job Eric done. Dyer and Davinson Sanchez together – Put out right another, now, another hey, statistic, statistic wise, the best Premier League duo. Let's go. Best center back partnership in the Premier League so Let's far go. this season. Statistically, top of the league. Top of the league. Top of the league. But, anyways, Jacob, yes, Tottenham won Watford nil today at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Our boy, Hyun Min Dad, Hyun Min Hung, Hyun Min Huge Dong, Hyun Min Son. Scores a free kick in the 42nd minute. Ultimately, it's the game winner. Um, It was kind of awkward. I wasn't expecting it, obviously, to go in at first, but the keeper's positioning and reflexes were kind of off. And, hey, you know what? I'll take it. It was honestly a beautiful delivery. I I personally thought that there could have been an opportunity for someone to get ahead on it or at least a touch. Um, But it got through everyone and ended up into into the far post. I'm not complaining. That's why you take care of your chickens because you take care of your chickens that kind of thing happens he put the ball in a spot to where yes if we had you know someone at the end of it they could have put it into the near post rather than the far post but the point of the matter is the cross was on target of the goal from his angle that he was at so to me i feel like if you don't go for goal, I mean, why not just go for goal from that point? For sure. Eric Dyer had a long, had a long range free kick opportunity that deflected off the wall and somehow like what it was, it was on target. It, it was like right, deflected right against the wall, goes to the right side of the net and the keeper actually kind of had a little bit of trouble with it. Um, but we, we, we already mentioned how it was a kind of a mixed performance. It was Sonny's 200th PL Premier League appearance as well for Tottenham. So that was special scoring on his 200th appearance. But like I said, man, I thought it was a mixed performance. Uh, We kind of already mentioned how it wasn't the prettiest of performances. Um, By no means were we perfect today. Obviously had some some flaws, um, some miscues. But overall, 
I thought it was, I thought it was positive. I thought we kept a pretty good shape and we had heavy possession late into the first half kind of coming out early in the second half as well. Um, but there were parts of the game where Watford did look dangerous and I don't, I, I wouldn't say I got, I ever got really that nervous because it was Watford, but they did have some chances. I mean, Watford's biggest threat was number 23 SAR in my opinion. And we all knew that going into the game. And if you really, really saw throughout that entire match, there was always a defender sliding on the guy. I mean, yeah. anytime he touched the ball, someone was sliding on him. And I think there was there was really two opportunities for, in my opinion, a yellow card in, in, in the first half with, with Ollie and, and Sergio got away with one there at the edge of the box. A few um, of our players got, a, got away with some yellow cards today, not going to lie. It was, then, uh, it was weird. And, and then the guy from uh, Watford, he like tripped into Harry Kane and got a yellow. I thought that yeah. was a bit harsh, but yeah, dude, Ismail Sar was he was giving Regulon a fit today. Reggie was kind of struggling at, he, he at parts was. of the game. He really was. I I think he got exposed a little bit, but he has been exposed a little bit. And I mean, we got to give this guy some credit as well because I I mean he's come from the Spanish league. It's completely different, right? I think you got there's there is some time that you know you you are afforded um but yeah shaky performance from from Reggion but at the end of the day we still got the clean sheet and he's yep. been a part of that defense all every single time that we've had a clean sheet so in my opinion I still love the guy we don't have a better left back I think he's the best attacking option as well that we have there on the left side um Sessegnon shown some things as well and in, in some of these these uh European matches but no I I, I I really, I, I like Ollie Skip and fucking Hoybier. I think them two, that, that's. They were Ollie's... solid again today. They were, they, I think they had, they were the brighter spots um, mm-hmm. within the 11 today. I was, again, dude, I'm impressed week in and week out with Oliver Skip. He is solid and he's so young still. He's so young. I was about to say this man plays like he's 30 years old out there sipping a cup of Earl <laughs> For Grey. real, for you know real. I mean? He's he is legitimately just every game improving. He had some ticky tacky fouls, I thought today, but otherwise Oliver Skip and, and Pierre Milhorbier, I think they make the center back pairing of of Sanchez and Dyer work. Yeah, they have a little bit they give they give the center backs a little bit more cover. Um, they definitely because because Skip obviously yeah. does track back a lot, um, just like Hoybier. Their work rates right now. It's so fun to watch because they're everywhere in the midfield. They're everywhere, man. So fun to watch. And and Oliver Skip's only 20 years old, and he's already going to be a consistent starter in the Premier League for years to come. When I became a football fan, okay, when I became a huge soccer fan, a huge Tottenham fan, like never in my mind did I fathom I would get this excited when I'm talking about two defensive midfielders. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But here I am, and I can't say it without smiling because Pierre Milhoybier is, I, that is the got to be the signing of one of the best signings we've had since fucking Young Min Son. I mean, correct me, I'm wrong. I know I'm wrong, but Pierre, mm, I just I don't think, know if you're wrong. That's a good question. Maybe someone out there can answer for us. But for me, I mean, when we first signed him, like. I never heard. I mean, I've seen the guy play for Southampton once or twice, but I never really heard of him and didn't know a lot about him. 
and um i was working i think i had told you about it i had like done some videos with uh some random spurs accounts i had become a fan of and like mm -hmm. started following and they're like yeah why don't you send us a cut up of this guy this new signing we got and so i did one and i was watching i was like man this guy is like he's kind of dangerous he's kind of he's got something to him he's got a little like he feels like the sheriff out there. I don't know if he was out yeah. here in the States, like the way I would explain it. He's like, it's like he busts up in that saloon Them saloon doors. come, whew, He come busting up in there and he's just, he's so he's proper. Shooting. I, I, I love it. I love him. Shooting. Yeah. I really like his aggressiveness and his passion that he plays with, man. Like people say it all the time. He's our Viking. You got a Viking in the middle along with one of our own. It's beautiful, man. The 30 year old out there sitting, sipping cup, cup of tea. Man, Ollie Skip is is one hell of a footballer. Um, what did you think about your boy Harry Kane? Uh, mixed performance. I thought he had some chances. He had that early chance in the in the first half, um, but really didn't get too many opportunities to um, to really thrive today. I thought the passing, especially further up the pitch, was a little shoddy today from he all was... three: Bergvine, Son, and Kane. I thought all three had – I mean, if, if Sun didn't have that goal, I could say the same thing about Sonny today again, to be honest. Um, I thought it was really the midfield players that that thrived and then also mm -hmm. the center backs. Because for me I... – um, we'll, we'll get into it next, but um, for me, the, the center backs were brilliant today. We did have some, some good moments attacking-wise, but for the most part, I don't know. I kind of felt at times we didn't really know what we were trying to do. Like we were whacking it around the pitch. Uh, Watford, credit to them. They stayed, their defensive shape was really solid today. Um, we kind of failed to, to break their lines often at times when I thought we could have. I thought we could have been a little bit more aggressive further up the pitch, especially in the middle. But yeah, man, I don't know. What did you think? I, that, at least that's what I felt. I felt like there were times a day where I was like, what, what are we trying to do here besides there cross it into the box? There was a few times, um, and at least in the first half that I can remember vividly, where there was a lot of passing outside of the box in their half, but inside the box, the only one really making those passes was Harry Kane. And he was also making some some long passes over the top, I thought, to Bergvine. And, I mean, it, it's all great, but I felt like we were missing something. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And maybe this is just me reading into it. It felt like there was a chance where I felt Son could have passed it to Kane at the he was right outside the box, but yeah. there was a guy maybe eight yards from him. And you yeah, know, I think Kane Son had cut that back. on his right foot and just banged that. Yeah. But instead, Son, I think he took the shot on and it went wide. Or it was just straight at the keeper. I don't remember. No, it did go wide. It was wide to the left. Okay, so, but I felt at that moment, I remember watching the replay and I was like, man, I felt like one more touch to Harry Kane and that could have been a goal. But yeah, I'm not out Man there of the playing. match? Man of the match? It's hard for me to not say Son because Sonny did score the goal. Um, yeah. But also, it's, it was kind of the goal. If I'm being honest, it was kind of the goalie. The goalie kind of fucked that up. Yeah, yep. you could tell he was kind of waiting for someone to come play that off their head. So he was trying to react to that rather than it going into the left side of his cage. But yeah, he reacted to it a little late. Mm -hmm. My man of the match. 
I can't. Son, I'm going to go with Son. He scored. We got the three points because he scored that that goal. So I'm going yep, with Sonny. Fair. What about you? I'm going Eric Dyer. Um, I, I kind of want to split it up in half and give it to Davinson Sanchez and Eric Dyer. Look, man, we've slandered him on the pod before. I can't lie. Obviously, you can roll the clips. You can go back. I honestly don't care because I, I was right at the time. I am also right at this time in saying that Eric Dyer and Davinson Sanchez have been very, very impressive so far. They had another great performance today, man. Eric Dyer saved a, he saved a goal within the first five minutes of the match. Um, he deflected a header over the net. It was going to be a shot on goal. Could possibly could have gone in. I think Hugo would have gotten there on time anyways. But yeah, man, I got to get credit where credit's due. Mm-hmm. Third straight clean sheet. They were solid at the back. There wasn't too many times where I was shitting myself. Eric Dyer. I would mostly give it to Eric Dyer, but I'll split it in half. Let's Eric go 60, Dyer and I'm going to go 60-40. And I can, yeah, I, can I would do that. it too, 60-40. Uh, but yeah, man, it also, uh, you know, this league, this league win comes after a very, very solid performance in the Europa Conference League against Pachos de Ferreira. We were down 1-0 going into that match. Obviously, we, uh, we lost in Portugal to Pachos, but hey, it's a different breed when we're in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, baby. Uh, Harry Kane, it was so obviously the Watford game. It was his second time playing in that stadium since he committed his future to Spurs. Um, But Thursday was his first time um, playing in front of the home crowd. And hey, he scored twice along with Los Celso, 3-0 dub. And hey, we're into the group stage. What did you think, Jacob? Overall thoughts? Honestly, honestly. I'm not going to touch on the Harry Kane thing right now because we're putting that to the side. I'm going to put that to the side. It's done but with. It's done with. <laughs> Hold on. It's not done with. It's done. I, it's done with for this conversation right now. But in, in, in talks about the game, I could go on. Okay. So Harry Kane did get the brace. Very excited. Hats off. Great, great, beautiful scenes. Things I was crying. I can't lie, man. I was creaming my shorts. Man, I was. My frown was turning into a slight grin. I'll put it that way. Like you like turn a, that frown upside down, my friend. It's like it's like this right now. Like, yeah, it's like trying to force its its way up, or maybe like a half, like a like a half mouth. I don't know. The the way did you celebrate the goals that Harry Kane scored? Oh, yeah. One thousand percent. I appreciate the man and everything he does for the club, and I will continue to do so. I'm not a fool. okay? I'm just a man whose feelings are hurt. And I think that it's fair if there's others out there who feel the way I do in the sense of like, oh, there definitely are. See, so what I'm saying is I'll appreciate the man. I will not slander him. I will talk highly about him when he deserves it. I will be critical of him when he deserves it. But today, I don't think he – I think you're right with today's game uh, versus, um, you know, Watford. Are, why are they called the Hornets when there's logos of Moose? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, obviously because their colors are black and yellow, but I mean, that's a good question. I kind of fuck with their logo, though. Their crest. The, the, the I, I fuck with hard. the Moose. The Moose go hard. I don't that's know why, why, I don't know why they the don't emphasize that a, more. What's the plural of Moose? I think it's just moose, right? 
Like, there's moose over there. Or is it? There's, yeah, there goes those mooses. <laughs> nah, you would say there goes those moose. The go- <laughs> the pack of that pack of moose. I don't know. I digress. I digress. Um, but no, I I think he, he was much better though in the conference league game. You have to admit, Harry Kane was he brilliant. Was, he was sharp. In the he was very match. sharp. He showed us everything that I think. But I'm my wife had asked me right. She said like, "Oh, do you do you like your boyfriend again?" And I was like, "Hey, I'll like him when he gives me that Premier League goal first. I was like, this is Paco's, I think, what did you text us, Tacos de Ferreira? Yeah, Tacos de Ferreira, bro. I said we were eating Tacos de Ferreira on Tuesday. I literally busted out my seat. I was like, oh, my God, this man just called him Tacos. But I I really wanted some tacos at that point. My point being, Harry Kane, I love the man. I will always support the man when he's wearing a Tottenham kit. Did he hurt my feelings? Yes. Is he Tottenham? Yes. He's one of our own and I appreciate him, but I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not in love with the man anymore. I'm not, I'm not like, but I do believe in him still. I do believe that he's, I, I had a thought when watching the game, there's, there's a way the ball just comes off of Harry Kane's feet that it just has so much fucking cock juice. I don't know what else it is uh, that it just, I was watching UFC fights last night and one of the commentators said there's certain people that the kicks just come off differently they just hit differently there's just more power in them for whatever reason it's nothing to do with like anything other than just who they are yeah and I, that that made me think of that during this game because it's like when when Kane kicks that there's just a little something else there's some extra mustard on there and so yeah, to wrap up all the Kane thoughts, I think I, I think brilliant on Thursday, not so much today. Correct, but his passing was great. I thought his passing was yeah, great. He, he did. didn't have much service. Um, there was a few chances that maybe yeah he could have finished. He could have been in a better position. Who knows? But um, I think they just will get better the more they work together, all them together. I mean, how many, how long have they really had that? Right? Yeah. Like. Kane, Delhi, Sun, Bergvine. Like, how often have we really had that attacking formation with them together in training? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I give some leeway. Grind this out. Got to get better. But, um, hell yeah, I'm I'm really glad to see that we we move forward in the um the conference league. You know who honest. else was brilliant on Thursday in the conference league? Sessegnon, I thought he was pretty good. He was good, but you know who was better? Brian Hill. <laughs> that man's going to be a star. He's still young, but man, he was bossing it in the conference league match against Bashos. I, I, I hope I hope so. I hope he would I hope he would have that kind of performance. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he's going to be this guy that we're hyping him up to be, He's got to have those performances in his bag. You know what I'm saying? Assisted the first Kane goal. It was beautiful. It was. It was. And Beat his said, man to the left side of the box. Cut it back for Kane. Kane finished. It was, hey. He had a, he had a great game. What more game. can he ask for? And he also had his Premier League debut today versus yep. Watford Mooses. The Hornet Watford, Moose. Watford the Hornet's Moose. Mooses. <laughs> 
but he, he I was excited to see him at least make his debut in front of the home crowd get his you know some his Premier League debut like that's a big deal so that was that was cool to see as well yeah man he was he was everywhere on the pitch on Thursday he's going to be a very 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 big talent in my opinion I, hope I think so. I think Baratici knew what he was doing I hope and, so and uh hey I'm not complaining but um, we qualified for the group stage in the Europa Conference League. Um, we we paired with, I think, am I pronouncing this correctly? Rene of Ligun. Ren. Ren. Rene. Renes. Ren. Whatever you want to call him. Ren. Um, we also qualified with Vitesse, Vitesse, Vitesse from the Netherlands and Mura. So that's our... Our, our group stage draw, the group stage matches will begin on September 16th. They'll end on December 9th. Um, other than, than Rene, Renz, Ren, whatever you want to fucking call him. <laughs> other than that, man, honestly, I don't really know the other two. Um, Vitesse or Vitesse. Never heard of any of Netherlands. them. Netherlands. Yeah, I mean, it's the conference league, man. What, what can you I do? I bet it's going to be some fun travels. You know what I'm saying? Like it's going to be some good team bonding. Go out there, kick some teams ass and, and go to France, Netherlands and Mira. Where's Mira? Yeah. I have no idea. Um, well, isn't that stand by stand by anyway? What, what I think the Mira the coolest... is in Slovenia. They're going to go see Luca confirmed. Tottenham Luca collab confirmed. Damn, I would grab a, I would grab some Luca Tottenham seven. merch. Oh yeah, seven seven Doncic. That'd be fire. Luca Doncic would it? But yeah, man, qualified for the group stage. Those those matches will get underway in what two weeks time, almost two and a half weeks. So it's going to be exciting. Forward to this international break, I am not. No, me neither. I I always hate the early international break. It's be- because you know. I, I have a hard on for the Premier League. It's it's in full full swing, you know, three matches deep. And then a week off, I'm like, bro, I, I just waited what five weeks for yeah, about five weeks after the the Euros. Until I already you have waited, a full man. Team. Yeah. I already but- waited for this thing to start. And now now they're giving us an, another international break. And apparently now Giovanni Lo Celso and Christian Romero against uh, Premier League guidance are going to go on international duty, apparently. That's what the rumor has it. Hey, the Argentina, that blood yeah. run deep, bro. You can't break that. I'm saying, like, I know some Argentinian boys. Shout out to them. But... Hey, current Copa America champions, too. I love it. I mean, at the end of the day, like, people are going to do what they're going to do. This whole COVID thing is quite... It's getting dangerously scary again. So sometimes when I see full stadiums, I get a little nervous. But that's just because of my circumstances. Um, But as far as wanting to play for your national team, I cannot blame the men 1,000. You know what I mean? I cannot blame them. But, hey, the one thing that we can look forward to before the international break is the transfer window deadline transfer deadline day is on tuesday my friend um there were some moves this past week with in and out of tottenham hotspur musa sissoko 
who we actually just played today. Mm. We sold to Watford for five mil. The goat, man, Musa mm. Sissoko. Um, played for us for just over four years. Bought him in the January window of the 16-17 season. Um, our best season in recent history. Yeah, man, loyal servant to the club. I wish him nothing but the best. But the man showed us today why we sold him with his 50-yard skyrocket into the top tier, into the top deck. I hope that fan did not give the ball back. Yeah, I hope he kept it and took it home. Honestly. But you know who, hey. And he had a that. pass. There was also a pass that he had because I was watching him and I was like, okay, he's out there on the on the right wing and he's going to he's gonna make a run for it. So they kind of played it up, played it up to him. And then he, he went to pass it in the middle and the, the ball just kind of stopped. It just kind of stopped halfway there, and Deli Ali just picked it up and ran with it. I was like, yeah. I mean, he proved to us today, man. I mean, look, I don't, I don't hate Musa Sissoko by any means. You know, I thought he was a great character. He no, always gave his all. He's hey, you know what? Down. But his work rate was immense. And he was a general in the eighteen nine in our Champions League run. He was immense, and that's what I'll remember him for. To be I honest, do like he his he had the long ball. He had the long ball to start the sequence of the last Lucas Moore goal when we qualified for the Champions League final. So for that reason only, I will always love Musa Sissoko. I'll love him for his big body that he put on people. He yeah. always did that. Anytime I watched the man, he put his big body out there. And I liked him for that. But there was also so many times he got brought, and maybe this is Jose Mourinho's fault that I feel this way about Sissoko. But it was like every time we brought him on, we lost. Like it was just... We bring him in. Not needed. We can can see the goal, and then we tie. Fuck it. Or Or lose. Yeah. And so he's abused me too many times for me to, like, say too many good things about him. But I I do think that that kind of wraps it up. Is like he showed us everything today during the Watford game. Why we sold him him for, like, $2 Just something back, right? Hey, but you know what? You know who did come in? Well... He's going to come in next summer. Papa. Papa. Pape Sar was Pape? finally confirmed. Pape or Papa? Pape. Pape. P-A-P-E. Pape, Pape. Sar. Pape. Um, finally confirmed. We signed him from uh, his cl- his former club Mets in Ligue 1 in France. The New but York we Mets? Sent- yeah, the New York Mets, man. We, we signed in him France? From yeah. Their French division. Oh, okay. I'm just teasing. Um, so we we bought him from Mets, but we actually loaned him back to Mets for this season. Um, huge talent. I believe he's 19 years old or something like that. Um, obviously one for the future. We'll get him back next summer in June of 2022. Um, apparently he's a huge talent, man. There's a lot of people who think that he's going to be the next big thing coming out of France. So I'm all for it. Right now we're currently somewhat, apparently that we uh, had an opening bid rejected, but we were in talks for... Emerson and Ile Mariba from Barcelona. Don't really know if those deals are going to get over the line. And then I'm sorry to bring this up, Jacob, but to Jacob's dismay, the Adame Traore talks have slowed down. And um, obviously anything can happen in the window. There's still two days left, two full days left, I may add, um, left in in this window. So, hey, I think anything can happen. But I, I know Jacob was a little upset about that. I know you were, man. I know you want Traore and his luscious biceps and in, in Lily White. <laughs> you, I, 
there's a, so many reasons that I can delve into as to why I wanted a Domitrori in a Tottenham jersey. I've done it a few times on a couple other episodes. I mean, other than his ginormous biceps and and, and hugely defined and quadriceps and, and yeah. the physical specimen that is Adama Traore, I mean, and the pace that he brings, the counter, to, I mean, we, we could go on and on, but I'm, I'm going to keep it short and sweet on Adama because it, I guess it looks like we won't have him, and this isn't a Wolves podcast, and I do enjoy watching me some Adama Traore. Like, I think they were playing United right now, and he was running all over him. It was beautiful. I mean, he didn't finish, of course, which is what you always criticize him about. Um, and he, his presence in the box is lacking holes. He always kind of wants to get at the top of the box. And I feel like there's a lot of chances where he could just do something better. But anyway, that's all I'm going to say about Adama. I'm not going to talk about Adama anymore. I love the man. If he comes to Tottenham, oh, I'll trust me. I'll fucking, I'm going to talk about I know you're going to get a kit. I know you're going to get a kit. I already told my wife that you're going to have to order me that. She doesn't like the away kit. Oh, I love it, man. I, I love the I, Galaxy I, kit. I kind of like it too. I kind of like it a lot. I so. want it. I want a Deli Alley one. I think I want to. I think I want Deli Alley. I'd either get Hoybier, Tanganga. I thought Traor. about getting Tanganga too. Tanganga with jersey would be clean. Mm-hmm. Um, are there any positions though that you want specifically to be reinforced before the window that you think we need to get done before the deadline is over? Honestly, I feel like a lot of people would say like a defender or another midfielder. Honestly, I like where we're at. I would like a striker if we could sign a decent backup striker. I mean, dude, bring Daryl DK from the USA. Bring him and he can shadow Kane. I mean, they're like the same physical body. If you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm a, I watch the MLS a lot. He plays for Orlando City. For those of you who are listening that don't know. But also plays for the U.S. men's national team. He's just a big body. He can pass. He can get back. He can, I mean, sign someone like that. Like, you don't got to spend a lot of money on. It's not that big of a risk. It's the end of the window. Just get it done. You know what I mean? I don't think they're looking at anything in that realm of possibility. But he did all right when he was loaned out to a championship side. Almost yeah. helped him got promoted. Yeah, so. he, he killed it last season for for Barnsley. He did good. So. I agree, man. I want a backup striker as well. I want to see a sign of striker and I want to see someone who's actually going to score when we play him. Um, LaCelso scored. I like that. That left footed hey, curler in there. I mean, but he's not a striker. Did. He's not going to back up Kane. We need someone to back up Kane, man. Is it Scarlet? I don't know. If you can't score against Bachos de Ferreira, I think, I think he might need to get loaned out, man. I don't know. I like I like Dane Scarlett. Don't get me wrong. He had he some. He had a obviously a a good. He had some good performances in preseason, mm-hmm. but uh, I, I know he didn't have that much service. He didn't have great service in the first leg of the uh, of, of the Conference League matchup against Bashos. But I don't know. Do you think he's ready to be the backup striker yet? No, not in a Premier League. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either, man. I think, I think just send him out on loan to like the Championship, bro. Just mm-hmm. like Oliver Skip, watch him boss it in the championship. Exactly. I mean, I guess we're kind of hoping that happens with Troy Parrott, right? Is that where yeah. we're at as a club? Yeah, but he's in League One, so they wouldn't even be in the same league, which would be even better. Hey. There you go. That. So to answer the question, yeah, I think a backup striker, because, I mean, if Kane goes down, right, who who do we have? I mean, I guess yeah. Sun fills that role, but what if Sun goes out because we play him all the fucking time? 
You know what yeah, I mean? I wouldn't yeah. want a right back too, man. I think we need a, a right back. I'd like to see Tanganga play with Romero in the middle, obviously. I guess until this, the Sanchez and Dyer partnership fucks up, do you think Romero would start ahead of him in the future in the Premier League? That's I feel like you got to gotta, you gotta roll with it, right? You got to roll with it until it it falls apart. Or I guess unless one of them has a bad performance. I don't know. Uh, I think it, I think they would have to playing? have one of those Jose Mourinho performances in order to get benched like that. Um, I'm curious because Romero's our big signing, right? That's like the big one that we're supposed to be all excited about. He's wearing he took Toby's old number and everything. Um, he's looked okay in in the conference league. He hasn't made me think that like you know he's. Virgil van Dyke or something, but um, I'm curious to see how he's going to play against tougher matchups. Romero, anyway. I would like to see him get some minutes. I mean, maybe bring him on as a sub, but that's also weird for, for a center back, I think. No center back wants to play like 60 minutes or 30 minutes, right? So. I think they don't play any minutes, but I don't know. I just think that's weird. That would mess up. If I was the center half, I'd be like, you're kind of messing up my flow because it's yeah. like you get into the rhythm of a game, so to speak. The The only reason why why I want to write back, like I said, is I, I want Tanganga and Romero in the middle with uh, hopeful, hopefully you would assume a high quality right back, a solid, solid right back to where you could justify moving Tanganga to the middle of the pitch, but I guess until then you got to roll with Tanganga as well. He's been decent for the most part in the Premier League. Obviously, Bro. he struggled against Wolves, but he was good again today. He was fine. He, um, he can't have struggled that hard if they didn't score. That's yeah. my. He couldn't have struggled. I mean, could they finish better? But yeah, but to me, I think Tanganga is the best we got. He's locked down Sterling. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He did. He did have some fits with whoever the hell was out there on the left side for for Watford. He did have he had a, a shakier game. I would say this was probably worse than his Wolves performance. But I, really, he, he thought he this horrible. was worse. He wasn't. Horrible. I thought he was worse. I thought he was worse against Wolves. I guess I'm just more thinking offensively for Tanganga anyway, as an attacking right back. Because... I thought he had more opportunities today than he did against Wolves. He had gotten up the pitch quite a bit, actually. I thought he was up there with Son. I mean, the only one really playing him in, I remember, was Kane. But I mean, Hoybeer me, played him in also a few times down the right when Hoybeer pushed up. Yeah, I saw him in the first half too get played in by Son. But you know, I mean, we still have how many right backs on the fucking roster? Him and Serge, and then Doughboy. Exactly, like. We got if we bring one in, you gotta get one out. And I think before you if not, you gotta just gotta sell surge and then who knows if Endom Thickcock's gonna and get sold as well. So think about Nuno came in and broke up that little love triangle between Surge, Tongi. he broke up La Mafia. La Mafia. Honestly, respect. Respect. I think I sent something out. I sent a tweet out that Apparently, what Nuno said to Joe Hart. Joe oh, Hart's, yeah. Oh, my God. 
I'll fucking kill for Nuno now. That was the best he, shit I read. He, he was just like, him. you're not going to just don't even expect anything. You're you're gone. Yeah. He, you're, you're, like, he said, you'll never kick a ball for Tottenham again. I was like, damn. Talk to him, Nuno. Tell him, bro. Tell but him. you know he's how a, we feel a, about a, hey, about Joe Hart. Nuno's an old keeper, so he keep it real. He's like, you a bitch. I know you a bitch. And, and your social media team's a bitch. Y'all bitches. And I'm honestly after that, I'll kill for Nuno. You know me. I I can either like you, I can love you, or I can kill for you. And he's he's he is now proven to me. He's been professional. Fucking Sissoko kicked him in the gut with the ball, or it was kind of the shoulder. I mean, Nuno's they said he was a keeper, so I mean I'm you know sure what? used to that, but three out of three in the Premier League. And into the group stage in the conference league. That's all you could ask for at this point, right? The, Bro, those are has... the goals thus far before the international break. Win what you can in the Premier League. Obviously, we played against mm-hmm. a tough matchup in, in match week one. But, hey, we got the job done. We got the next two done. And we qualified for the group stage in, in the conference league. Those were the goals going in. One so, right now, hey, in Nuno, we trust. I want to see a little bit more tactically against sides like Watford. I thought we should have had more. We should have had more, but I thought our tactics could have been a little bit better. I don't blame Nuno for that. Like I said, I blame the fact that we haven't had that much time to have all of them working together. I mean, practice is one thing, but you know fucking match day is different than practice. Or yeah. training, excuse me. Well, any final thoughts, Jacob? No, just do me proud in UCL and let's survive this little international break. Let's not go crazy. But yeah. honestly, I'm already on the hype train, top of the league. Who's going to stop us? Nobody. We've already beat us. The champs. Us. Bring in Christian we're going to stop us. I, yeah, we're the ones who are going to stop us. No one else can or will. It's never easy with Tottenham. But, hey, I guess we get a week off. Um, but, hey, we do have, like we said, the transfer window deadline day is on Tuesday. If anything happens or goes down, anything interesting or exciting, we'll have a pod ready for you guys on Tuesday or Wednesday as well. Um, and then, yeah, if anything interesting happens over the international break, we'll see you then as well. Jacob, any final thoughts, my friend? Come Covered on, a lot Spurs. today. Yeah. On you Spurs. I feel like this was but a hey, long pod. Top of the league, Arsenal's on the bottom. What more could you want? nothing nothing thank you guys so much for listening to another edition of the united spurs of america podcast as always please follow us on spotify twitter and youtube and if you're interested please join our patreon as well we would greatly appreciate any and all support thank you guys for interacting with us on social media we do have some big news possibly later this week we'll let you guys know on social media as well um so Stay updated, man, because these are exciting times for the United Spurs of America podcast. I'm excited. I know Jacob is. Um, but until next time, up the lads. Up the Jacob. Lads. Come on, you Spurs. <laughs>